This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Christian perspective on the news. And it's a Friday. Off we go to meet with Dr. Peter Hammond, the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. Very warm welcome to you and good morning on a chilly morning. Good morning, Dr. Hammond. Yes, indeed. Yes, Brad. Well, you know, in recent uh, weeks and months, there's been growing interest in an independent Cape of Good Hope. And this is one of the responses of people who frustrated at the situation we see in with its crime or uh, overtaxation or 800% water tariffs, which we saw paying for a drought that ended years ago and things like that. And the scripture says in Nehemiah 2 verse 17, you see the distress that we're in how Jerusalem lies waste and its gates are burned with fire. Mm. Come, let us build the wall of Jerusalem that we may no longer be a reproach. Well, the very first steps towards solving problems in our areas, like what Nehemiah did. Nehemiah, first of all, got the information. Then he prayed, and then he got involved. So we need to be informed, we need to be interceding, and we need to be involved. That's the pattern we see in Nehemiah. Mm. If we want to be part of the solution in implementing biblical principles to all areas of life. If we want to be free and independent, we need to systematically break the shackles that bind us as individuals. We should not want to be dependent on the state, on bondage and debt to the banks, or reliance on state structures, or on corrupt politicians, or big pharma and big tech. And So practical steps that people can take if they want secession, independence, and freedom start with Education, not indoctrination. So how about seceding from state indoctrination gulags? Ensure that your children and grandchildren receive a real Bible-based, Christ-centered, home-based education, not an indoctrination. Colossians 2 verse 8 says, Beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit according to the tradition of men, according to basic principles of this world, and not according to Christ. That's Colossians 2 8. We should also go for entertainment, real entertainment, not exploitation. We should secede from Hollywood entertainment and defilement industry. Why should we want to continue to allow cocaine-sniffing drug addicts, lascivious pagans and pedophiles and predators to exploit entertainment to defile us with a degrading degeneracy? Philippians 4 verse 8 gives us a standard for good entertainment. Whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. That's Philippians 4.8. Then we should secede from the mainstream media, which we could call the mainstream media. Instead of distraction from the real issues, and instead of deception from Slime Magazine, Newspeak, Useless News and World Report, The Communist News Network, The Bolshevik Broadcasting Corporation, The Sunday Crimes. Why not rather choose to support alternative Christian community news media, real news, instead of fake news? Romans 12 verse 2 says, And do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And then, we need gyms for the mind. It's not only important to go to the gym for the body, but what about gyms for the mind? Libraries are gyms for the mind. We need to invest in home education, 
invest in our minds, invest in books, build up a library of books and audiovisual resources, which include examples of excellence, biblical solutions, Christian worldview. Because Proverbs 15 verse 14 says, the heart of him who has understanding seeks knowledge. Definitely, we should seek to be as self-sufficient as possible. Plant fruit trees and cultivate a vegetable garden if one has a garden. Harvest rainwater from the roof. If feasible, invest in a borehole or solar panels, generators or windmill. Build up a series of backups and alternatives so that in a time of crisis, your family can survive without relying on corrupt and crumbling state structures. Proverbs 22 verse 3 says, A prudent man foresees evil and hides himself but the simple pass on and suffer for it. So remember, it wasn't raining when Noah built the ark. It it was seven years of plenty when Joseph was preparing and laying up extra supplies and reserves for the seven years of famine that came. We should also be a good neighbor. Build a strong community network of mutual support using bartering and cooperation. Join a neighborhood watch, the Rotary Club, the Scouts, other community groups, be a faithful member of your local congregation, your home Bible study, mm-hmm. prayer fellowship, women's group, mother's group, or men's group. The Bible says in Mark 12, verse 31, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. So let's be good neighbors. And we should also develop defensive skills. Too many people are walking around like uh, victims waiting for something to happen. We should take up a martial sport like fencing or sword fighting or archery, target shooting, boxing, karate, I've had my daughters do kickboxing and uh, there's mixed martial arts, there's judo. There's many different ways of improving our eye-hand coordination, our skills in defensive arts. 1 Corinthians 16 verse 13 says, Watch, stand fast in the faith, be brave, be strong. And we should support groups that are trying to be part of the solution. We're trying to find creative solutions to the problems, economic, political, crime, and others that are confronting us, and there's groups like Cape Exit and the Cape Independence Action Group and mm-hmm. different groups that are actually seeking to work constructively for a solution to the political, crime, and economic problems that confront us. We should register to vote. You know, a lot of people say, what difference can I make? And most people who are eligible to vote either don't register to vote or when the time voting comes, don't vote. I mean, imagine that so that more people are able to vote but don't register and don't vote than those who actually do vote. So just think of, of that. All those people say, what difference can my vote make? Well, if all those people would actually register to vote and turn up to vote and vote responsibly and wisely for pro-life, pro-family, Christian parties that make a stand for faith and freedom, well, what a difference we could make. But the trouble is there's, there's a lot of apathy out there and a lot of irresponsibility, and that contributes to the problem. All that is necessary for evil to triumph is for good people to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Exodus 18, 12, 21 says, But select capable men from all the people, people who fear God, a people of integrity and truth who hate dishonest gain, who hate covetousness and corruption. Place them as officials. Exodus 18, verse 21 should guide our election choices. And we should work our way through practical handbooks on security and survival. I wrote the book Security and Survival Handbook because so many people in an unstable time don't know how to secure their home, their congregation, themselves when they travel, prepare their children for what to do in times of crisis. 
1 Timothy 5 8 says, If anyone does not provide for his own, and especially for the members of his own household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Mm. 1 Timothy 5 8. We should learn our history. It's so important that we understand the times. Karl Marx, the communist, said the first battlefield is a rewriting of history. And his people have been very busy rewriting history from a communist, Marxist, atheist perspective. We need to know our history, and that's led me, as a homeschooling father, who's homeschooled my four children, uh, to write history books like Sketches from South African History and Victorious Christians Who Changed the World and Greatest Century of Reformation, Greatest Century of Missions. These are all biographies. There's lots of biographies, like 32 biographies and Victorious Christians Who Changed the World. To make it easy to understand our history, it's good to focus on examples of excellence on, on um, biographies, well-illustrated, and stories. If people remember the stories, and when we know our history, when we're inspired by examples of excellence, we will be able to resist the guilt manipulators, the Stockholm Syndrome, the gaslighting, psychological false guilt attempts to corrupt and conquer and confuse, divide, and conquer. 1 Corinthians 10 verse 11 says, Now all these things happen to them as examples, and they're written for our admonition. So when we talk about secession, why don't we secede from fake history, fake news, fake media, fake schools, fake religions, fake economics, fake narratives, false prophets, corrupt politicians, fake preachers, fake teachers, secede from the false and the corrupt. Jesus said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And we should support the good, the positive, and the true. We should invest in our mind and read and obtain all the training we can. Invest in our children and our grandchildren and ensure that the next generation receives the training, the information, and the inspiration they need to support community Christian radio programs like Radio Cable, but to support organizations which are resisting the new world order and trying to be part of the solution, not the problem. Light a candle. Don't just curse the darkness. And ensure that you register to vote. This is a municipal election year. Yeah. In under five months, we'll have an opportunity to choose people who fear God, who are capable, who hate dishonest gain, and appoint them as officials. And we read in Isaiah 58, verse 12, Those among you shall build up the old waste places. You shall raise up the foundations of many generations. You shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of streets to drown. So let's be sure that we are constructive and we are part of the solution because God has called us to be salt and light. Salt and light indeed. Dr. Peter Hammond, the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. Stay warm, Dr. Hammond. Thanks for your time this morning. You to a good weekend, and we'll connect again in a week. Thank you so much, Brad. God bless. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.